Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to episode 280. Oh, shit. 281 of the Bad Taste Video. (laughs) Of the Bad Taste Video podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my hellish homeboy, Mr. Grizz. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have anything that I could like use Lamia with. That would have been nice. My Lamia Mamia. (laughs) Mr. Grizz. Um, uh, dude, sexy. I, like I got to say, man, I haven't been this excited to talk about a movie in a while. And it just so happens to be like an extra, oh, you know, a way newer movie than we usually yeah. do. Um, 2009, pretty, uh, it's, it's funny before we get in, I'll play the intro, all that shit. But, um, I'm like, man, this is like a new movie. This has to be within the last 10 years. And I see it's fucking 2009. Ooh. Oh, you think geez. about how long ago 2009 was? <laughs> it oh, hurts. Dude, that's it, man. We're getting we're getting old. As you can see, I'm not the spry young gentleman anymore. But let's hit that intro and we can start getting into whatever the fuck we want. But, you know, we gotta we gotta let it roll, baby. So let's do it and let's get dragged to hell. Maybe? I like that. I think that's the way to go, yeah. <laughs> So what are the what are the odds that we're gonna get uh, knocked off today? Pretty good. Okay, for what I was I was already just worried about it as we were rolling that I was like ah, you know. So okay, honestly, like we, we if you were here for Blade, a blip in the moment they uh, they they took us down. We got right back on. If it happens today, hang out. We'll probably be back up, but we're yeah. hoping for the best. I went with a little bit of a shorter clip today. Hopefully, it uh, gets the point across that we're not uh, we're not doing any harm. You know, we're, yeah. we're just having a little bit of fun reviewing I, these movies. Is what it, we do. If you see me looking down as I'm playing a clip, it's me monitoring <laughs> to see if uh, we're still online. I have it like on my phone going here. Um, He's not checking his like eBay VHS auctions or anything like that. No, 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 no. I'm just making sure we're still rolling. Yeah. Last time it was something like, oh, you're like streaming copyrighted material, even though, you know, it was fair use, whatever, Uh, because the video wasn't taken down. We weren't asked to like remove it at that point, but uh, they stopped our stream for 30 seconds or so, 45 seconds to a minute, but we came right back on. So don't worry about it. You people listening at home, if we get stopped, guess what? We're just going to keep recording, keep rolling, and it's going to be like nothing ever happened except us sounding very nervous for a few seconds. Um, <laughs> so, sure. so Grizz, uh, before we get into the movie, I just got to say that my uh, journey back into Magic the Gathering has uh, oh, been... Oh, shit. I, for, dude, I, 
been spaced on this completely. Get, get, tell me what's up, man. All right. So it's been super overwhelming. I've been buying fucking stuff. <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've been building my, I guess, my collection back so I can start um, building my commander deck and stuff because that's what everybody plays now. It's not like how it used yeah, to be. Yeah, it's yeah. not a it's not a 60 card deck anymore. It's 100 cards. You can only have one of each besides lands and shit like that. Um, damn, dude. There's a lot that's changed. Overwhelming? No, no, no. I love shit like this. I love reading fucking okay. rules. I love reading manuals. That's my shit. Um, <laughs> what, one thing that I saw that was really funny, though, like, like what, a di what a difference between like when I used to play to now. I'm like seeing videos of people being like, oh, am I an asshole for like doing this? Am I an asshole for like doing that? Like, oh, like, you know, uh, uh, am I not supposed to like destroy all lands and creatures like throw the wrath of god down so like, like mid game like is that like against it yeah yeah and all i could think oh, of I is like, like as a no, kid no, no, no. playing somebody that was way older than me basically berating me the whole time just like destroying me and thinking yeah like oh i guess this is like how it is like that's the only way to get better um but now apparently you have to like not even play by the rules you gotta like play like a gentleman's game or something so Ooh. it's gonna be very interesting I'm out. <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting when i start going to these fucking places to play people that i don't know because, oh dude dude, uh, dude dude like you're you have like aspirations of being like i'm gonna go legit like play strangers with yeah. some fucking magic fuck yeah dude Fuck yeah, you, dude. yeah, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that this is just like a, a a rebirth fucking hobby from the past that you're like, you know what? That shit was dope. I'm going to fucking reinvest some time. Like, you know, I, the child in you is fucking happy right now, my friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to, I, I have a lot of like wrestling cards. Like that was a big thing that I like. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of Japanese wrestling cards and shit, like the early stuff of wrestlers that became famous or infamous in America. Um, <laughs> but uh, something about magic cards being able to like fucking use them in the game and it's also like kind of collectible like to me it's cool um it's cool to me that like it's gone for so long and like still is like pretty strong they're still putting shit out people still play yeah. like it was um it was popular when i was a kid but not like that popular it wasn't like pokemon or something like that um maybe because it was a slightly older i guess well like, you know? at our age group like we were you know, preteens when it first hit the the actual scene. Like, what was it, 96, 97? No, no right? it was like 90, I think 94, 95. Oh, a little bit earlier than that? So, yeah, yeah even so, like, you know, uh, so we were really at, like, the infancy of it. Like, I remember, like, you know, first seeing my first deck and stuff that my uncle got me because he thought the artwork was cool. Um, I had to be, like, you know, 11 or 12 years old. Yeah. So, like, at that point, it's still just, like, no one knew what the fuck it was. If you had a deck, you're not even going to, like, it was really just about having yeah. these cool fucking artwork. Yeah, yeah, it was all horror shit and stuff. I didn't like... know anybody else that had a deck at, at, at the school oh, that I went to. Oh, so, yeah, it was just we... like, we ain't playing this fucking game, dude. Like, Yeah, you know what it was? But... One of my friend's older brothers played. And, of course, like, when you see somebody that's older and, like, he was, like, fucking, you know, a metalhead dude and all that shit, you guys want to do the same exact stuff that's... as him. Why so, I smoke weed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so we started playing, and like there was a whole group of us. Then once we started playing, like other people started getting into it. It was fucking weird. Then eventually, like they're like, "All right, you guys can't play anymore." Like it's you know, people are getting into tussles and all that shit, destroying well, stuff. Uh, not like that anymore, I guess. 
I mean, my hat's off to you. Uh, good luck with the etiquette aspect of it. You know, I played a win, I know man. You, I know you're a beast, so I know that's going to be a, a challenge. Yeah. So, it's going to be great. I, honestly, I, dude, I want you to go into it and just become like the ultimate magic heel. Just like everybody <laughs> fucking hates this dude, and he just is just a dick to people when he plays. Like walk go in, in with, with the, the fucking mortician glasses on. And I was going to say you walk in with the mortician glasses on, the spaghetti <laughs> oh, string yeah. tank top. Like the Zubaz <laughs> pants and a fanny pack. Be like, let's do just it. Lay it down, dude. Let's fucking yeah. roll. Just, just all the. That. I gotta look up like what people fucking absolutely hate, and I'm gonna do all that do shit. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even try to win. Deck on that, dude. Yeah, not even try to win. Just make other people have a bad time. <laughs> uh, but the opposite of a bad time is this week's movie, and that's Drag Me okay. to Hell from 2009, a Sam Raimi film. Uh, you would know him from. Grizz? Dude, Evil Fucking Dead, baby. The evil like one Fucking of the Dead. Greatest horror movies of all time. The this... horror trilogy of all fucking time. I love every single one of them goddamn movies. And if you don't like Army of Darkness, fuck you. Yeah, Army of Darkness that. is fucking awesome. I love Ooh. that one. But but this movie has um tastes of Evil Dead in it. Um oh, dare I say yeah, all dare, dare I say references almost. Well, there are direct references, but like there are other things where it feels very evil dead. Like I don't know if it's just Sam Raimi's style of movie making, um, or it was like a deliberate thing to, you know, give a little nod to like people that were fans of his back in the day and all that shit. I, I okay, so I felt like um, you know, because when this movie came out, 2009 the entire horror scene was completely different at that time. You know, it, nothing really like drag me to hell was coming out where it really did, you know, uh, pull back to those like classic dark comedy gags a little bit, but that's really what, you know, Raimi was known for. And I felt like this was a love letter to his fans of being like, Hey, I know I'm doing fucking Spider-Man and all this bullshit, but like your boy still got it. I could come in yeah. here. I could put fucking horror movie that you guys are going to love. It's going to have all the same vibes that I've known for. And and he does it to a T here. I've heard people, you know, say how they don't like this movie, that they thought Bullshit. it was just like, you know, the same gags over. Like, nah, like this is this is Sam Raimi horror, in my opinion. This is like I felt like he dialed it in almost. I, yeah. To me, this is one of his best fucking movies like, I, of all time. I absolutely love this movie. I loved it when it came out. I saw it in theaters. I thought it was yeah, awesome yeah. then. I thought it was awesome watching it for this thing. I watched it three times again, like I always do. Um, doesn't get boring. Justin Long. Uh, I think I realized that I he's possible. I was just going to say, I think I realized he's possibly one of my favorite actors ever. Absolutely. Like, Dude, he's, anything that motherfucker has been in. Have you seen the Sasquatch gang? No. What is dude, that? Oh my dude, yo, dude. Do yourself a favor this week and check that fucking movie out. Older now. He plays like it's old. It's like probably the same time period as this, honestly, like around it. The Sasquatch um, but, gang. Dude, he plays this like dude with the mullet, like white trash fucking like dude, it's it's amazing. It's like nice. a super like indie fucking movie and shit, but I can't say enough good things about it. Dude, anything he's in, he was in like that uh, Zack and Miri make a porno. Oh my God. As the, as the fucking the gay porn star at the high <laughs> yeah. school reunion. Oh, he's like Hilarious, super nice man. and everything. Like, oh, amazing. And Jeepers Creepers. You can't forget that Dude. one. That's like Dodgeball. I, 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 can't that forget first that one. one. is amazing. Dodgeball is fucking great. I know you so, hate Vince Vaughn, but the movie is. The movie is uh, I, I do hate Vince Vaughn with a fucking passion. So I'm like, he's good. Man. On ben, ben Stiller. I it. it was funny. Ben Stiller keeps that afloat for you, right? That's it. It does, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, 
But it's fun, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Drag Me to Hell really is like a throwback to 80s slash early 90s horror. Has that like taste of um, thinner, like a Stephen King type thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, where like nobody's really that great in the in the movie. It's kind of where, where like that's kind of real. You know what I mean? Where like nobody's perfect. And like well, that's how it is okay. in this. So you say that, but I feel like the the most tragic character in this movie who does nothing wrong in my opinion is justin long his well, character yeah. is just this like tragic motherfucker who's like in love with this girl that his parents don't like because you know they don't think she's good enough for him and shit and like dude he, he's just like doesn't care he's so like giving he, throughout this whole yeah. thing just to have that downer fucking ending bro i'm just like what what a fucking guy. Like, I, yeah. It makes me like him even more at the end of this movie. Yeah. But like, you know, we have our main characters. Um, Justin Long, obviously, is the husband of uh, what's her name? Christine. Right. Yeah. Um, they're, they're well, no. Are they married? No, they're just dating. He's yeah, going to propose or some shit. He's yeah, going to propose. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. He is going to propose. Yeah. Um, so they're they're dating. Um, they're they're extremely believable uh but like she kind of she's like kind of a good person but then she like kind of lets that shit you know what you know what i'm like going off grizz give me a give me a short synopsis of this oh, movie man. i'm gonna go off too i bet but all right so like uh a lone director or lone uh you know operator at a bank um is you know set out to fucking break the bad news to a uh just happens to be a gypsy woman who after telling her no to a loan puts a curse on her and uh, you know try what she may man at the end the fucking curse still gets her so mm. uh, it, it seems very simple but like the just the characters in the movie are so strong and, and this gypsy fucking like you know, dude, that is such a great horror character that I don't think I could like. Has that ever been done like to this extent uh, before? Thinner and thinner. I mean, thinner. Yeah, okay, just because it has like the same. But like, I feel like this is taken to like. I mean, I guess it's just because it's a Raimi movie. This you know, is, like it's taken to that point. This is basically um, thinner. Same shit. Fucking person just does. Curse, person right, yeah. does the gypsy wrong. Gypsy curses them. Um, then they have to like pass on the curse to somebody else, or else no, they get got. Me, like, did they just like like, hey, let's let's make a crazier, thinner? Like, what's that? Who cares, <laughs> like, man? Fucking, that's dude. That's how mean, good movies are made. It is spot on to that. Yeah, that's that's how you make fucking good shit. And uh, what's up, Brandon Timmons? And what's up, Alan Cantation? Thank you for coming well, to the Blasco, chat. I resisted. Oh yeah, yeah, one, dude. Oh, what a, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm sure after up, you bro. watched it, you probably kicked yourself in the ass a little bit because you're like. I was missing out on a fucking banger, man, for sure. And Kiryu Gore, as per usual, what's up, my dude? Fucking Dead What My Friends podcast. What's going on? Glad to have you back, dude. Glad you're feeling better, brother. Yes, yes. Um, so, Grizz, what do you think about the whole, like, Lamia thing, where this is, like, the demon that is going to take Christine to hell? We see the Lamia take a boy. Actually, we saw in the intro... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that scene, which is an awesome scene. Like the person getting sucked into just, too. yeah, yeah. What a, like it sets the tone of the movie. Like it's a little boy, basically getting dragged to hell. Um, so what do you think about in theaters and being like, holy shocked. fuck, like yeah, we're in for it, dude. This is gonna be great, right so, off the jump. So what do you think about the whole like Lamia thing? Like it's able to possess people. 
Um, that's how it fits into our possession month. Uh, we will see that later on in a clip. It, uh, um, it also has like, you know, uh, it has poltergeist abilities and stuff. It's, 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 it's a demon. So like really it, it just kind of encompasses, you know, all of, all of this realm that we're talking about now. I personally loved this, uh, the setup because this allowed for such a great, uh, building suspense. We have like the, uh, um, what's our like, uh, fortune teller guy, can't remember his name now. Ram he's Joss. Honestly, Ram yeah, Joss. yeah, yeah. He, he's one of my favorite characters in this movie. He's phenomenal. There's just something about like his energy is just so spot on for what that character should be that it just like works so yeah. well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, like just the buildup of like this whole, okay, he tells her you got three days of basically torment from this demon. It's going to be three days of him coming and just mocking you, fucking with you and all this stuff. Yep. And after the third day, he that's it and takes you to hell you know that's pretty much the the end that's of the, the story of uh, but it's 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 also cool because he also introduces these different concepts of like well you could sacrifice an animal that's been done in the past and like he tries to give her all these different ways out of the situation um, i think without that character in this movie it's 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 not as strong man he's the scenes with him are phenomenal in my opinion yeah and um like the actual gypsy um miss ganoush um yes like what a what a wild character so um basically the whole thing kicks off um when she is denied a third extension to her mortgage where justin long makes a really good point where he says you know that's just how it is you don't pay your mortgage you lose your house it's like your house um it's not your fault but she's also going for a vp position here at the bank and and that she's competing with this douchebag stew who man he's a fucking dude you could just hate you know there's something about Uh, him there he's just punchable but like uh but fucking so she has this pressure on from her boss of being like you know well look i'm gonna leave it up to you but in my opinion like this can't happen like we got we got to fucking you know, clearly we make money. Out. Yeah. We make money on this yeah, shit. Exactly. This is sizable return. Yeah. Uh, but this is, this is the scene where she's uh, basically begging Christine to, um, to give her the loan and all that shit to please give the extension. And uh, right. Christine says no, but um, unfortunately for Christine, begging her. Oh, she unfortunately begs, uh, things get a little bit out of hand. And you shame me. Mm. I think your business is finished here, ma'am. Let's go. She's got like one fucked up eye. Great character, dude. And she's like, wait. (laughs) Yeah, she goes fucking dead eye on her. (laughs) That's like another common. It's just like a glimpse of things to come, you know? Like you can see the intensity in this woman now already. Like something's going on here. Yeah, that's like another common like thing you see her like Miss Ganush, 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 whatever, Ganush. Um, you see her in like basically deadite form for most of the movie, right? She's like demonic looking, um, doing all sorts of shit that would happen in an Evil Dead film. Uh, it's it's actually fucking awesome, man. I I really like that they. Uh, they didn't really like hold back. Like, yeah, obviously, like there's a nod or whatever, but it works in this movie that that type of demonic presence or whatnot. Yeah. And like, yeah, there's like there's nods to like, you know, Evil Dead, but I don't think it like harkens right back to being like, oh, this is Evil Dead, where this like everything in this movie feels of this movie. You know, it doesn't feel like it's like pulling something that's out of place to just fit it into this universe. It feels very much like, yeah, but this is just the style of 
you know, Raimi's horror, but it doesn't feel like it's just stolen from Evil Dead 2 or something like that. Yeah, and like it doesn't visually look like it. Like um when yeah, she gets a, when she gets attacked in the garage, I have the clip here when she gets like bitten, quote unquote. Um it's like a very like greenish hue to it, like something you don't really see in like those Evil Dead movies. Um it's pretty it, it gives it like a it gives this movie like a well this movie has like an odd not odd but like a very earth tony color palette to it right like it's almost like that way though it feels so like visceral and real to me because of the color palette of it's it. like dull right yeah. like it's almost like it's got like a dullness to it but this is a, a pretty good scene where she gets uh, attacked in the parking garage after work by miss ganush and you see and oh, you see that there's like actual supernatural shit going on right and, and she's like waiting for in the in the car. You know, that's yeah, the in the car. Part of this thing. This yeah. is so gross, dude. Oh. Yeah. Oh. She's just like gooing out of the mouth. Also, disgusting. Lots of goo in this movie. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. I like how even her dentures are fucking disgusting. But uh, Christine stabs her in the mouth. Oh yeah. With like a ruler, and she just fucking coughs it up like a hairball. Shoots it. Breaks the fucking so glass. Great. Yeah, like, so you see now that she's not just some crazy woman. Like, there is some supernatural power to her. And I feel like it, like, ramps up as the movie goes on. Like, the more crazy shit starts uh, starts happening and more, like, unrealistic stuff. You know, like, extremely supernatural uh, compared to just, you know, what we just saw. And, and like, that fucking, that scene right there, it just kind of gives us, like, this, like, helping of, like, there's going to be a lot of gross mouth shit in this movie. I think that was like oh. the first one where it's like, it just kind of gives you like, that's a warm up for all the nastiness that they, there's just something about like inherently gross about like a really old person's mouth. <laughs> where you're like, oh, no. like, it's like the same as like a, a toddler. I just don't like toddlers because they're like covered in like boogers and they look sticky and shit. So like, yeah, not for there's you. like a level of grossness to like both age categories. You're I like, gotcha. Dude, I don't want to be, be yeah, I don't want to fuck with that. But uh, there is a lot of stuff like that, which is very Sam Raimi like. Um, there's the scene where uh, she pukes on her, right? Like that's a very Evil Dead type scene. It's in the dream where we have here, where like she, and that's the kind of thing that's happening. So at the end of that garage scene, she pulls a button off of her jacket and like does this fucking Curses like her. you know incantation into the fucking button. Curses her, gives it back to her, and she's like, what the fuck? All this for the fucking button. Um, but we start seeing this is when, like, her, um, you know, uh, uh, the oppression from this demon starts happening to her. And she keeps getting, like, visited by, like, images of the fucking gypsy woman and stuff, which I think is a great yeah, uh, she's addition. Like, and, it, and it even, like, haunts her in her, her dreams, as we'll see here. Uh, so this is, this is actually pretty fucking disgusting. So she wakes up, and the gypsy woman's in the bed with her, trying to bite her again. Uh, but what's worse than getting bitten by an undead gypsy? Having bugs puked on your face and in your mouth. Uh, absolutely disgusting. If I woke up oh from that, God. I would just projectile vomit all over the bed. So uh, gross, that is an absolutely fucking disgusting scene. And it looks like she actually did it. It looks like they just yeah. like poured bugs in her mouth. From what I read, dude, like it's uh, she did a lot of the, her own stunts in this movie. Like all that kind of stuff. The embalming fluid, the fucking bugs. She did it. Not that it was like real embalming fluid, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's still. Dude, how do, you how do you recover from having the bugs in your mouth? 
Like, how do you oh, fucking dude, do that, be, man? I don't know if you could pay me enough. Oh, I mean, you could pay me enough, but there are other scenes, though, where she's basically attacked by the spirit of the woman. Right. Yeah. It, like you don't even it kind of just looks like a Nightmare on Elm Street type deal. Well, this also that also starts happening after, uh, you know, she's realizing shit's going wrong. Like she's like, something's going on this fucking ever since I met this woman, things are fucked up. Let me try to find her. I'll try to make the things right with the bank and shit. And she goes to the house that, you know, she has listed at the bank and she realizes that she's oh, at the shit. funeral. Yeah, she's dead. The old woman, you know, she there fucked. is no making it right. And her sexy gypsy daughter is there and she's like, oh, what are you going to do now? You know, and I'm like, oh, what I would do. But then at the same time, I'm like, I feel so fucking bad because what, what do you do in this situation? You don't you can't like you can't make it right. It's fucking over. And you yeah. don't know what is going on because you got this fucking stupid button that she blew in the air to. And, <laughs> and now you're fucked, man. Well, well, now she can't take it off. There's nothing they yeah, can do about I'm it. Saying. You're they fucked gotta, at this point. Yeah, they got to give it to somebody else. But there's a a, a a scene where she's attacked by like the spirit, and it's pretty cool because she gets fucking thrown around the room. And uh, like I said, it's like Nightmare on Elm Street, but more uh, I don't know in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, like this is like she's her her mind is starting to kind of go at this point. She's starting to go a little crazy. Um, so that was like a, a bat creature, or is that the the old lady? That demon of the old lady or something. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. But she's being held by her feet and being like spun around the ceiling. Um, I would have thrown up already. Thrown into a like a giant cabinet slash uh, like wardrobe. Dude, if you got thrown into a wardrobe like that, your ass would be yeah. in the fucking hospital. Like, yeah, dude, you got slammed. Yeah, you ain't just fucking you know, getting up from that. But it shows that... This actual, um, this actual demon or whatnot is pretty fucking powerful that it can make you basically hallucinate this shit, like make you like micro sleep and just dream that you're getting the shit beat out of you. Right. Yeah. Cause a lot of these things that happen aren't obviously like she'll snap out of it and she'll be just standing there. Everything's normal. And she's like, what the, you know, what the fuck? It is almost like you said, these micro dreams, these like terrors that are just like so over the top and and like but there are also things that are going on in like outside of those dreams like she's in her house and like she hears the footsteps and like she sees the 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 fucking the goat hooves under the door and stuff yeah. like that I thought that was an excellent touch man being able to like see this demon without actually seeing him was like this suspense building thing throughout the movie as well just knowing that it's there right yeah. like that it's always there you, you didn't need to see it to be like kind of freaked out by it. You know, it, it, it's presence alone and the things that were happening because of it were enough to like build the, the, the terror and suspense in this movie. Yeah, because when she goes and meets his uh, his parents and they have like a Beetlejuice type scene going on, uh, yeah, the, the Lamia is making her hallucinate and basically see like creatures emerging from her cake. This is this is pretty Peter Jackson, right? Like that's kind of the yeah. vibe I got from this for sure. Yeah, uh, this is actually a pretty gross scene. Uh, a lot of goo. This is a goo-filled movie, like you said before. Uh, but this is this is awesome. So she's sitting at this uh, dinner table, trying to eat this what looks like some sort of pound cake. And what? 
what, uh, what appears out of this slice of cake? But a fucking eyeball. Uh, what would you do, what would you do, man, if you saw that fucking eyeball? Exactly what she did. Yeah. Stab it. And then, like, of course, like, shit goo comes out. It's bleeding and stuff with pus. Um, Dude, so what I loved about that scene, if you caught it for the split second that it happens, when she goes to stab it with the fork, the fork that you actually see in that scene is fucking huge. It's like an extra large fork that she stabs it with, but it gives it that, like, intense, like, you know, perspective of this giant fucking thing coming down on it. But it's like, it's so funny to see it if you just watch it again. So. It does kind of look a little odd. Now that you said yeah. it, like that was that does look a little strange, but uh the cake itself looks fucking cool. Looks like the eye of the Necronomicon. Uh just looking oh, at it. It does look like that. Uh, what would, like I I don't know, man. Like you ever have an experience like that where you hallucinate at the kitchen table with your girlfriend's <laughs> fucking parents? Uh, it never happened to <laughs> <laughs> I do. So, okay, so uh we I had to be like early twenties at this point. Uh, oh shit, my, you do uh, have a story, damn. I do, yeah. Uh, and, and like me and my ex at the time, well, well, she was with me at the time, but I don't went with her anymore. We were like <sighs> up all night the night before Thanksgiving because it was like the biggest party night. Yeah, night. that's when everybody used to go out. So we took some uh, some paper style hallucinogenics, so to say, way too much of them, mind you, mm-hmm. to the point that at Thanksgiving the next afternoon with my family, both of us were like sitting there not eating anything because we were tripping balls so hard still we were like all the food freaked us out we were both like oh, oh no, no. We were, we're, we're full already we had food elsewhere but dude it was so hard to keep my fucking composure because my entire family's there like everybody and i'm just like this is the worst fucking experience of my life they all knew they all fucking knew both, man. oh yeah like we're eyes are fucking saucers like yeah, you look, like, shit, you look like mr burns when he's walking around like and they think he's the <laughs> alien you love yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody <laughs> uh, oh, but, but this movie starts like really ramping up when she realizes that like she's pretty fucked um, so she co- uh, contacts our medium again, this dude, and who does he know but the woman from the beginning of the film that lost the little boy, and she is willing to fight the Lamia again as long as you cough up some fucking cash, which is kind of fucking strange, right? Like, uh, it's kind of this, it's this ongoing thing too, where you know the Justin Long character loves this chick, but he also doesn't necessarily believe in like what's going on with her with like this curse situation. Um, you know, he reluctantly finally pays uh, the other fortune teller to see what he can see and stuff like that after he, like, tried to convince her that it was all bullshit. Uh, and this guy's in the legit, long run, she, He's legit. Yeah, well, he was 100% legit. And, like, they realized, like, she realized it pretty quick. He still was like, I don't believe in any of this shit. Uh, but once he finds out that, like, she needs, like, this huge amount of money to to pay this woman to do this, she goes and pawns all of her shit, doesn't come anywhere near, you know, um, he does the right thing still and steps up. I mean, he's a doctor. You can fucking afford it, right? Um, <laughs> he, he comes in and he just like pays for it. And is like, look, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't believe in it. I know you do. That's good enough for me. I'm going to help pay for it. Let's fucking step in. Let's fucking try to do this and shit, which is a good thing. But like just another reason why like, man, this Justin Long's character is so like, uh, it's so empathetic and I'm just like, fuck, dude, I feel so bad for you. In yeah, the long he, gets, run, he gets the shaft at the end. At least he doesn't end up getting it. Uh, but something that I thought was really cool that when they were having the seance to 
try to finally confront the Lamia, they have like an idea, or I guess this is how it's done. Um, they have a goat tied to the table. And when the Lamia finally comes to possess the woman, she uh, puts her hand on the goat. Well, she, her hand is placed on the goat and it transfers into the goat. Now, this Lamia is fucking it's it's hilarious in goat form. <laughs> Right, yeah, I love it in goat form. Uh, but I want a this whole is, movie and just this goat, to be honest. Yeah, with you. <laughs> but this is pretty much where the rest of the movie goes south. Not not meaning that it gets bad, but it gets bad for Christine. Yeah, uh, so Christine places her hand on the goat. The Lamia gets oh, transferred. Great too. Yeah, the, me, you black-hearted. That's a goat. <laughs> this dude. Goes to kill the, this dude goes to kill the goat. Instead, he lets it loose, and the goat bites him, which in turn uh, transfers the Lamia into him. Okay, so first of all, like the whole seance scene right there is incredible. Um, before what we just saw there, um, they're like doing this, like you know, we invite the dead into our soul chant, and like you see the room fill up with all these different spirits of like that weren't what they were looking. Obviously, they're looking for the demon, but these are just like. What, what did the guy say? Like sometimes, like people with unfinished yeah, people, business, hang they out linger by the near the door. Yeah, 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 they linger. The door, yeah, um, and that was just cool to see this whole room of like different fucking you know ghosts, like that crazy screaming woman and shit. Um, so it's a good build up, and then like finally the demon possesses her. And before what we just saw there, like uh, the the old like you know woman there, her as the Lamia is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like her entire like demeanor changed her uh, the, the prosthetics they put on her and shit the eyes and everything she's got like sharp so teeth and shit crazy. right yeah it looked amazing yeah and um I, I really do like the fact that like it transfers through touch or whatnot and once it gets transferred into her assistant i guess you could say uh this there's a really scene, yeah there's a really cool thing and this is extremely evil dead this looks like shit that actually has this happened this is my favorite scene of the movie by far there's something about this that's evil as fuck so he's possessed he's floating he's gonna kill them all this part is amazing but you hear that just music like the playing? show that he's just toying with them and like yeah, just dancing like puppet, dude. It's so <laughs> he kicks the, the oil lamp over lights the fire it looks just like so fucking evil, right? It looks so yeah. good, man. His like possessed face is awesome, just fucking overpowering Not everybody. Um, yeah. Eventually, they get it to leave, but unfortunately, that didn't actually kill the Lamia. It didn't stop anything. It just, just banished, banished it from yeah from the room. Yeah, uh, and like the dude is like the uh, the medium. He's pretty cool and he's pretty cold. Where he's like, yeah, we learned a lesson today. That, uh, you know, this didn't do shit. (laughs) (laughs) Predictable, you know? Yeah, that's, you're dealing with stuff that's like ancient beings and all this stuff. And, and, you know, what do they always say in the movies? You know, well, it worked in the movie. So you're saying the movie lied? It's like, you know, a lot of that shit is just made up for stories and all that stuff. If it ever actually happened to you. You'd have no clue what was fucking real oh, yeah. or like what would work and what doesn't work and all that. Uh, maybe if they killed the goat, it would have fucking worked out for them. Who knows, man? Who knows? I doubt it. And I love it, too, because there's like, a, uh, I mean, not that I love what happens in the scene because she ends up like sacrificing her kitten to try to like. Yeah, we're not going to play that one. Fucking, 
no, we're not to, to appease the demon. But I do love the callback to that, where when our man there who was just dancing like a puppet is like fully possessed, he like goes up to her and he's like, I don't want your fucking cat. And then pukes the dead cat out. I was like, bro, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> well, they, think, there's, know, I like that shit. That there's another callback to the cat too. And um, Justin Long's like, we had a cat. Something happened to the yeah, cat. What are you talking like, about? Yeah, cat? yeah. They keep bringing up that shit. But um, okay. she does find out that she can transfer the curse to somebody else, um, and they unfortunately will be taken in her place. So she thinks of the dude at work that screwed her over, but uh, she doesn't have the heart to do it. Um, so, I mean, do you, do you do you tell the twist now to build up to the end, or would you just save the fucking uh, well, the envelope twist? Well, we're going to we're going to say that. Um, so she is told that she could actually give it back to Miss Ganush, like her fucking corpse. It has to be a formal gift. Um, so like a fucking wild woman, she goes out into the stormy night into the cemetery and uh, she she gets the job done. She like shoves the fucking uh the shovel in her mouth like busts the mouth open and just shoves it in yeah and then she like just <laughs> kicks it <laughs> when she kicks the mouth shut there it's like you just see like oh it would just destroy you but uh, I it's, love how it just like fills in with mud too it just kind of like sinks into it yeah and and you think that this is it, man. You think that she actually um, beat the curse? Uh, you'd have no reason. Well, you do have a little bit of reason to think that because there was a slight mishap in Justin Long's car um, where things may have gotten switched up. But she's in high spirits. It's the next day. She figures everything is good to go because she's still alive. She's still there. And they're about to get on a train to go to the lake house, right? That's what they were doing. Going to his fancy ass lake house. The chateau <laughs> on the lake. The chateau. <laughs> Good word. Um, but unfortunately, when he finally like meets up with her, he's like, oh, that's a nice new jacket that you got. Uh, that's too bad. I found this in my car. She's like, what? And it's the fucking button. Um, she actually gave Miss Ganush um, the coin that Justin Long was gifted in the beginning of the movie, which was just something yeah. for his coin collection. And unfortunately for her, her time is up. And this well, is a fucked up scene like this. To think yeah. about this happening to somebody or happening to yourself is like twisted. Wild. Yeah. Wild, right? Yeah. Extremely. She's terrified. And in her terrified uh, panic, she falls into the... Uh, the oncoming drugs. subway, uh, yeah, train uh, depot or whatever. And this is the end of Christine. Oh, God, no! Justin Long's worried about the train hitting there. But, uh... Yeah, but unfortunately, the ground opens up with this, like, fiery fucking pit. And these hands start pulling her down. And Justin Long sees this happening. He's like having a fucking... Yeah. He's shocked right now. But uh, as she's being like... 
But as she's being taken down, you could see like her face becomes more and more skeleton-like and gaunt and shit. Like the, the life, is, yeah, the life is being sucked yeah. out of her body. And you see, like in his eyes, he has no idea, like what the fuck is happening. He is he's just holding that button, like what the fuck was with this button? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's it. She's gone. He's alone. Drag me to hell, man. Uh, I love a so, downer ending. I love it. Love why do it. you not give it? Or I mean, okay. At, at the time, she didn't understand that it was not the button that she had in the envelope. She didn't realize it was the coin. But still, why would you not give it to the work guy? Because I, I guess, like, that, even though he was a piece of you over and over and over. Well, I'm here's, sorry, dude. Here's I'm the whole. It to that here's the whole thing. Right. Here's the whole thing. The uh, the crime did not fit the punishment here. She did not deserve to be banished. It was of, I mean, granted, she was kind of like shitty for not like saying, you know what? Like this person's going to go homeless if I don't like give her the fucking extension, like screw the fucking job. Like it's the right thing to do. She could have did that, but instead she chose to try to advance her career. She was slightly selfish there, which, you know, whatever. That's it. That's there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's the way the corporate uh, world works, but she has to pay for this. But I feel like she is just like fucked over by this fucking gypsy woman. Like, do you really deserve to go to hell over that? Like, not really. Um, No, but I mean, at the same token, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like she was a better person than whatever. What was his name? Gus or whatever. uh, Stu? Stu, yeah. Like, Uh, she's a better person than Stu. Like, Stu is like just an inherently a a douchebag who was like, stealing from her desk to screw her over out of her job and shit like that like this dude was making her life a living hell so like cool dude like go to hell like that's kind of like <laughs> no man I, 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 I just feel like to 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 fucking damn somebody to eternal torture and all that okay, shit so this is what you do this is what you do right you, you you make them like she said i'm gonna give you this fucking thing and, and you're accepting it as a as a fucking gift from me to you it's your property do that whole spiel right once he's like, yeah, fine, he takes it. Afterwards, and I'll be like, look, it's got a fucking curse on it. A demon's going to come for you unless you fucking give it to somebody else. Good luck, bro. Then you're like, okay, like, look, I did my part. Like, I, yeah, you're a cocksucker, but, like, I told you what was up so you can figure it out from here. Uh, I, my hands are clean at this point. That's how I would feel about it. Like, do you go, like, try to, like, pass it off to, like, a prison guard to give to, like, like some fucking, you know, lowest of the low uh, but the problem being is that oh you'd have he'd have to accept it as a gift and then he would have to give it as a gift to the fucking inmate because like it has to be direct transfer, you know it had she had to make a formal gift of it to well, somebody. That would be that would be easy, man. Just go yeah. like fucking hand it off. Here you go, man. This is a formal gift to you, and they and then like just fucking be like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, deuces. I I don't know, man. <laughs> what like well in in thinner he like has to make the pie. And, like, he ends up feeding it to the fucking wife and, like, the kid ends up having it, too, and all that shit. Um, so, like, it seems like you never really could win. You know, like, there's really, like, to these, like, gypsy curses, like, there's no way out, no matter what. Even if you think there is, yeah, the loopholes will pull you back or whatever. Like, things are set in motion and they have to complete. It doesn't necessarily have to be with you, but, like, the whole thing it has to... Me, it makes me want more of these kind of movies, to be honest with you. It's, like, a great it's a great premise. It's a great like building block for like, you know, curses in general are like just cool fucking 
story building tools you know you can have so many different things happen to somebody based off of this one curse that it, it kind of like not writes itself it's got to be good but like there's already a story built in yeah. behind that you know i really i agree with that i feel like there's not enough like curse movies out there especially ones like this um right. i you know there's things that kind of like skirt the line like i guess technically like um soul of the demon is like a curse film you know what i mean like yeah, things yeah, 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 yeah. yeah shit like that um evil, it's also like evil dead not, not like... is evil dead considered a curse film or not really oh man it, it it's i mean there is a curse i guess that happens i mean to the land right it's like the land itself is now inherently evil and stuff so i guess that would be considered i don't know but like curse. i think i think straight up fucking things like this like the like gypsy horror i don't even right. think you could say gypsy. i don't like, think you could say gypsy anymore are you all right isn't that like considered like oh, a are we Oh, I shit. No, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know. But like, I like this I as like a genre. Canadian heritage in my. Uh, if that makes any difference, <laughs> we're gonna pass on. <laughs> uh, there's a ton of great curse films from the '80s in Hong Kong. Uh, Brendan Timmons, Black Magic films. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Check that out. Yeah, yeah, we gotta we gotta start looking into some stuff like that because it really is kind of like an unexplored thing for us. Um, just like how we didn't know many like fucking good vampire movies until we started really like looking into it. Uh, I think I think this is going to be something that we're going to also look into. Uh, but, you know, this also is possession month. Um, so uh, I, I, I like didn't want to call it demonic December, but I guess I kind of had to um, <laughs> pigeonhole into it. But but um I, I really do think that we should do another month like this, maybe like halfway through next year. Um, and like, let's dive into it and find some shit that maybe, you know, obscure. yeah, yeah. Some more obscure stuff. Um, do it. yeah. Like there's, there's tons of like cursed object shit out there. Um, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm a hundred percent down to do, to do that. And I think we're gonna, but Grizz, why don't you just give me your final thoughts on drag me to hell? Uh, before we wrap it up, I mean, it's everything that I wanted it to be when I saw it in theaters in 2009. It, it's, you know, it, watching it now, it holds up everything that I want it to be now. It's a perfect Sam Raimi horror film within a, uh, you know, it, it, like you said, it doesn't completely just like bite Evil Dead or anything like that. It's its own story, it's its own characters, it's, it's got its own vibe to it, its own look. You just tell um, him. You know, it's 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 perfect in my opinion. This is a great fucking movie. It's a great modern horror movie. This is something you could show to uh, pretty much anybody. I don't think it might scare your kids, but uh, it's not like there's no there's no nudity. There's no real like gore in it. It's all goo and shit like that. Like it's all disgusting stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brendan Timmons says y'all should see Red Spells Spell Red. It's Evil Dead and Cannibal Holocaust combined, set in Thailand. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, fuck yeah. I got to write that one down. Uh, But Grizz, it's time that we get dragged into the wide world of metal hell, I guess. I love that we're already fucking laughing because it's probably based on the title of this fucking album. Grizz, what did we listen to this week? Uh, We are bringing you uh, a a newer album from the band Scab Hag, which right off the jump, the fucking band name fucking rules. You guys rule. Great fucking name. Yes. And to follow it up with an even better album name, uh, this album is called Wading Through Mephetic Filth. Such a fucking great death See, metal. That, that you know, sounds 
like a Magic the Gathering card. It it dude, it literally fucking does sound <laughs> like a Magic. I'm in, the man. Uh, what genre? What genre would you say this this band is? I mean, this harkens back to old school death metal. Um, I would just consider it death metal. You know, it's it's at its yeah. core. This is perfect death metal. It's yeah. got all the elements of like the groove, the vocal uh, style, um, but it's still got some originality to it. It's not just like boring, you know, cookie cutter stuff. So Yeah. Well, it sounds like um, to me, at least like, cause I didn't know if this is like an actual genre, you know, how I, and with this newfangled stuff, um, it has like a like a little taste of like brutal death. It has almost yeah. like that modern, um, like I'm not gonna say deathcore, but like that real like um, like heavy um, chugging riff type thing with a down tuned guitar. Um, and it has like just you know like you said like old school death metal type shit. I was really really into this album. Um, we were, we were actually going to originally do this last week, but we moved it to this week and, uh, I listened to it and I was like, shit, man, this is right up my alley. Um, you're going to see, I, I found it. I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. You're going to see that there's actually a cover and it's done by possibly our favorite band as if it, if there was a band that we could say is like yes. the bad taste video band. It would be Mortician. Mortician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is, we'll get to that. But uh, let's play uh, a clip of the first one we have here, uh, Vivisection, right? Yeah, great song name. Uh, this really displays kind of their originality a little bit too and how they write these songs. It's not like great Tupa. The vocalist is awesome. That delivery, I know that hit, but that fucking snare. Yeah. Love a good fucking upbeat fucking uh dude that just sounds so fun. Everything has like a groove to it. Right? Like it all flows really well into each other. It's fucking heavy as shit. This vocalist, seriously, I can't get over it. One thing I gotta say, I love that snare drum sound. Yeah, that's so poppy. It's got a nice oh, snap man. to it too. And yeah. like, like he just did that part where like the vocals were like mimicking that fucking snare hit and it I, it's something that you'd see a lot with like, you know, old cannibal corpse and stuff like that, yeah. where they do things like that. And it, I am so happy to hear like a newer band, like pulling back that same technique and delivering it so well. Cause that, that just felt like an old fucking corpse song, dude. Well, there's something about like dudes that could sing like that and actually like keep up with the pace of the song. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. just a long growl and everything. Like you can actually get fucking like, multiple words out quickly in the fucking growl like that's awesome that's like a real um like that separates you from yeah, a lot of like other people i think that he was like fucking like hitting those i couldn't do that like i, I could not do that and to do it like that cleanly and clearly man this this album fucking rules um yeah, like yeah, yeah fucking snare rules for sure dude that's like one of the best parts of this fucking album the production is is phenomenal that was gonna be my next thing that like this has that like fucking low end to it with the heavy guitars, heavy bass, the snare, like super snappy. Um, the drums don't get drowned out by everything. Um, no, the vocals all. are there like a, like an instrument and it like sits on top very nicely, but it blends very well. Uh, they did, however, do a cover of Mortician's Zombie Apocalypse. And this dude, great, dude, this dude kills it on vocals. Sounds Absolutely great. fucking kills it. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, a, little, a little fast there. All right. Spread it up, yeah. Maybe a little. I like love hearing more Christian songs with real drummers. Well, they have they have a drummer once in a while. I think they're currently touring with one. Are they currently I, recording one? Uh, See, all the well, good shits with the fucking drum machine. So. Um, my my buddy saw them not too long ago, and I think they actually had a drummer. Like I think I think now they have somebody. Touring with a drummer now at this point, like for I, sure. I just I love Not just that. Just his fucking basement, making fucking albums anymore. <laughs> Dude, no, it's no, it's so funny. Like, so everybody knows that I used to do like the um, the what the fuck did I call it? Meat grinder. The, yeah, the meat grinder shit on this, where I do like a fucking grindcore song or something, or like a brutal death song every every episode for the song that we were uh, for the movie we were doing. And back then, I like invested no money in my fucking equipment or anything like that. I was pretty bare bones. So when you buy, say, like drum loops of any sort that you're going to use with a MIDI <laughs> controller or whatever, they're they're separated by beats per minute. So you have to, you know, if you want to use, if you want it to sound quote unquote correct, if your song is 120 beats per minute, you're going to use these loops that are 120 beats per minute. But if you say like you crank this motherfucker like the beats per minute of your song to like 220 and you use things that are like you know you you don't use a 220 beat per minute beat you use a one that's 186 you use a slower one and it gives it the brutal death fucking uh like that digital yeah. drum machine, machine which man. i yeah which yeah. i fucking love it's funny because now i can barely replicate that correctly anymore with like my <laughs> full fucking setup but these dudes with this fucking, um, with this fucking like drum sound, this drummer and everything, they nail this fucking mortician sound, like, great. It's great. I love it. I would love for them to like just cover like hacked up for barbecue or something like that. Like, give me that album, like in its entirety, That's like just covered by this band. It would sound your, awesome. Is that your favorite? You, you uh, oh, yeah. hacked up for barbecue. Hacked up yeah? is probably yeah. I mean, we'll, I mean, what. What would be your go-to? Man, I'm a house by the cemetery guy. That shit, I don't blame you. It's such a toss-up. But there's the just, shit. It, just I don't know, man. Hacked up's always been my go-to. I love that artwork. I think it was the artwork that sold me first. Yeah. Um. And I was just like, yeah, this is it, man. I think uh, house by the cemetery is just like the shit that like you put on your fucking Will Romer glasses. You hop on your <laughs> Harley and ride into the fucking haunted <laughs> desert. You know what I mean? To go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the feeling, baby. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Grizz, I gotta say, man, this is probably one of my favorite albums that we've covered in a while. I always say that week after week, but like, this is legit. Like, this this is the music that this is the music I listen to. This is the music that I like pretty much fucking make. Um, They do it a little bit less, like genre based as i would you know what i mean they branch out a little bit it's a good mix of everything um fucking it's got groove to it everything flows nicely only like what is it eight songs 24 minutes something like that 26 minutes somewhere around there it's on youtube on youtube it's it's just spotify 25 minutes so yeah yeah and camps you know scab hag 
YouTube scab hag the whole album's on there. Spotify. They share reps, um, man. I like this. Stuff. Definitely check out their band camp. We got a lot of cool merch and shit like that too. And the band looks fucking awesome. Bunch of fucking dudes with mullets and shit like that. They're yeah, that's what's down, up. Man. Where yeah, are they from? Yeah. Where are they from? You know, um, I'm not 100 percent sure off the top of my head. To be I hope it's you, Florida. So. I hope it's fucking Florida. I, I, I do it honestly. <laughs> without you even saying that, I wanted to be like, it's probably Florida. So. Nice, my man, my man. <laughs> Uh, so Grizz, I think that just about wraps it up. Yes, um, sure. next week on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at bad taste video podcast at 9 PM Eastern standard time. We're going to be watching. Well, we're not watching. We'll watch it before we'll be covering beyond the door. Um, an exorcist knockoff that really doesn't feel like a knockoff. Like it's a fucking awesome. I love, I think it's awesome. I love the movie. Yep. We'll see if we'll see if you like it. Um, you like exorcist. Do I like The Exorcist? I can I can watch it. Um, it's it's something that like I'll watch once every couple of years, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think it. it's I think it's good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like a fucking uh, like an edge lord and say it sucks or anything. Yeah, it's it's a solid movie. Um, Beyond the door, you know me with the Italian shit. Uh, what did I tell you before? It's like a real movie, dude. It's not, you know, it's not. That was your selling point. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, so beyond the door, man. Next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel. So Grizz, where could they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler, and you could find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at bad, uh, www uh, please subscribe to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash video podcast. We have a Patreon. We put shit up there that sometimes you can't find on the internet. Sometimes we may get sued for it. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> Brendan Timmons, we will be doing the Song of Solomon. I actually bought the uh, Blu-ray DVD, yeah, in preparation. Uh, fucking, I think, Vinegar Syndrome I got that from. Unearth Films is awesome. They just put out some Christmas shit, didn't they? They put out like some yeah, Christmas movie. Oh, dude, I, I picked up a Christmas movie. Um, oh. I can't remember the name of it now. It's sitting out there on my shelf. But it's like a horror movie from IFC Films. Really? I think it's called Claws. But it's like a horror fucking Christmas movie. Um, so I will be, I'll do like a mini review of that. Oh, cool. It, it, yeah, can't, yeah. it can't be fun, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe it's a sleeper, dude. I paid a dollar for it. So there you go. Um, we we don't really we, we didn't want to really do like a Christmas centered uh, movie because I feel like we kind of covered all the good ones already. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I don't want to I don't want to force us to have like a hard watch, even though I do like fucking uh, Santa's sleigh. But I'm not gonna make you watch that. I want that to be a fun episode. So that's gonna Appreciate be our it. yeah. It's gonna be our song for uh, Song of Solomon episode. Maybe we could see. I don't think he'll do it, but maybe I'll try to get the hog to come on for that. Oh, that'd be um, fun. Him watching that shit would fucking crack me up, dude. But Grizz, is there anything else you would like to say, or is it no, gonna? Thank you, it, it's uh, gonna come up after the fact. Oh, it always comes up after the fact. But uh, um, now, just thank you, everybody. You guys fucking rule. The guys in the chat that come all the time and you know make this a lot of fun for us while we're doing it live. Um, Hell yeah. Come check it out every night or every Tuesday night. Every night. Fuck me. That'd yeah. Well, you can me. if you go on our YouTube channel, you can watch old episodes. Everything's old on there. Episodes, maybe every night. Yep. You can also find the podcast on all podcast uh, networks or whatnot. 
But come watch the YouTube channel because you actually get to see the clips we're talking about. We also did not get kicked off this week, which is very promising. So thank you, everybody, for coming. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week with Beyond the Door.